Working on the road for a living, or traveling a lot in general, can really take a toll not only on our mental, but also our physical health. This is the Road to Health Podcast, and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. Recently, I started a career where I'm traveling a lot more than I ever have, which, of course, has brought to light some challenges I must now face in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthier lifestyle. Join me on my journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the experts I work with to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I found, although it's not always easy to resist the temptations the road brings, by using a few key strategies, it can help mitigate the damage. So, if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me on the road to health. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Road to Health podcast. My name is Tamar, your host for this adventure, and this is episode number five, Hot Seat Session with Adam Shibley. So this is a really special episode for me because I am going to invite you to listen in on one of my one-on-one coaching calls with Adam. As you know, I'm part of the Transformation Reboot Group, and this is a community of people who are incredibly supportive. Um, We are accountable to each other. We share recipes. We do challenges within the group. And one of the other parts of that group is we get to do one-on-one coaching calls with Adam. This is a great opportunity for us to get one-on-one coaching time with Adam where we can bring things up maybe that we're struggling with or, you know, we even talk about wins sometimes if things are going really well. So I just find these calls incredibly beneficial, especially when I have some sort of event, maybe holidays or travel coming up. I really enjoy these coaching calls because they get me prepped. Now, this most recent one that we had, um, I've been doing doing fairly well in my weight loss journey to date. Um, I've lost 10 out of the 40 pounds, but I have been plateauing for the last few weeks. Now, even though I know in my head that the scale doesn't tell the whole story, um, I still wanted to talk about it. So that was one of the topics that I brought up in this last coaching session. So I hope you enjoy it. All right, Tamara, welcome to your hot seat session. What would you like to focus on today? So everything's going really well with the fasting. Um, but I've hit a little bit of a plateau. So I've been doing calorie cycling, like you suggested. I actually took out cheat meals this past week. And so I'm just wondering if there's something in addition to what I'm already doing that I can kind of tweak it a little bit more. Okay. Well, describe, let's, let's describe and define the plateau a little bit. So how much weight have you dropped initially since you switched to the intermittent fasting protocol? 10 pounds. Okay. And then we've just held at that weight or is it fluctuated back and forth a little bit? No, it's just held at that weight. So. All right. So, and how long have you been doing it for? Uh, six weeks now. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering maybe if I'm eating too many carbs or, you know. Well, with weight loss, here's the thing that I want you to think about. And no one ever likes this conversation. So (laughs) Uh, you got to look at it like average averages. All right. So because it's like the stock market, like it's going to be a crazy journey and we want to look at at averages. So if you're dropping, usually I tell people if you're under 25% body fat, if you're losing a half a pound to a pound a week, that's good. If you're over 25% body fat, one to two pounds per week. So, you know, 
right now we're looking at you know a half a pound a week at six weeks would be three pounds uh, a pound would be six pounds two pounds would be 12 pounds at the high end so you're at 10 pounds you're still at the high end of average results um okay as far as and this is where people do the comparison thing They're like but my friend johnny lost 20 pounds <laughs> and i'm like well johnny weighs 400 pounds so that's and that's usually the scenario it's like a much larger individual um, so just right. think in those terms a little bit, I don't think we need to jump the gun and necessarily switch anything just yet because technically what we're doing is working. We're high, having higher average numbers and sometimes it's like a stair step where sometimes we're on the level part of the stair and sometimes we're on the drop part of the stair, but we're not going up the stairs. <laughs> that's that as long okay. as that, that's <laughs> not happening. And then you check the boxes of, are my stress levels good? Are my hormones acting normally? Am I sleeping well? If you can check those three boxes, and if you're not like mm -hmm. feeling like you're starving, then I, I wouldn't change anything. You know, we could dabble with dropping carbs a little bit, and you'll probably get a positive response there. Um, but I wouldn't, you know. Then when you work out, you could always be like, "Well, I'm going to just add a little bit of weight here, or I'm going to, you know, go a little harder there." I don't think we need to add any extra time with our workouts. But just very minute little shifts in the gear, so. Um, like where have your carbs been at right now? I would say anywhere between 120 to maybe 175. Okay. Grams. So one tiny tweak we could make is uh, on your lowest calorie day is just mm -hmm. drop them quite a bit. Keep the calories the same, but maybe you yeah. do like a, like a hashtag keto day uh, or, or whatever. <laughs> And instead of having it at like 125, put it at a like, okay, on my low calorie day, I'm going to go below 50. And okay. Something simple like that. But then you're only doing it a couple times a week and it's a slight adjustment, but it might just be the thing just to nudge your body like, okay, and now we're really releasing some fat on, on those days. Uh, so I would keep it super simple like that. Because like I said, we're not going in the wrong direction. We're still averaging really good numbers. Just something that simple that might... Uh, nudge things a little bit back in, in the right direction. Does that make sense? It, it does. I mean, I have trade shows coming up for the next four weeks. So I'm trying to really just kind of stay away from processed foods and that kind of thing. But if I keep the low calorie days, then, you know, or low uh, carb days on my low calorie days, that should yeah. be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And like I said, it, you, even if you don't change anything, if you do change something, that would be the one little tweak I would make. Otherwise, I think you're good. So if it doesn't mesh up well with your travel schedule, then I wouldn't even stress out over it at all. And so have you been traveling more the last few weeks or is that, has it been a normal level? Uh, it's been pretty normal. I'm gone right. this week, next week, back okay. for a week, and then gone for a week. After that, it should level out a little bit, okay. which is good. But yeah, like I said before, it's it seems to be easier to me to easier for me to stay on track now on the road because I've got such a nice little routine developed, yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, all the extra things on the side that I've got going on now is helping with accountability as well. So yeah, so and sometimes people they assume they jump into that stall category <laughs> really quickly, you know, yeah. and it's like things are still going well. And, you know, with a stall, you look at all those peripheral warning signs, like I talked about, like hormone disruptions, sleep disruptions, massive stress, you know, habit disruptions. 
if all that's churning around, that that'll cause a stall. But sometimes it's just like our body is just in a little bit of a shift and you know, maybe you're putting on some lean muscle. Like we don't, unless you go and get a DEXA scan every single day, we don't really know what the heck's going on specifically. Right. But, you know, we could look at all the surrounding factors and go, all right, I'm doing a lot of things where I'm driving towards health and very few things that are, if any, that are driving in the opposite direction. So, you know, I'm, I'm good, <laughs> you know, and just right. let, let your body just be good with, with that for a little <laughs> bit. And what, so one of the, my favorite people to follow on Instagram is uh, Stella. Stella, her account is Stella is striving and she's okay. lost, like she's approaching 300 pounds lost. And wow. she, at the, each month, she posts the, the year, the calendar year of what she's lost each month. And some months it's 20 pounds, some months it's zero pounds, some months it's five pounds, some months it's six, you know, it's, it's com- almost like completely random and she's just on it and she doesn't change what she's doing because of all that. Cause maybe she's just getting stronger. Maybe she's holding water weight. Maybe it's a, a hormone issue. So it's focus more on, uh, my friend Fat Dag from Wise Advice Podcast, he, he calls it uh, attendance goals. You know, mm-hmm. so we have those finish line goals. We have that weight loss goal that we want to cross, but gr- don't grade ourselves pass fail on how we're doing towards that. That's where a stall really gets in our head. Grade mm-hmm. ourselves based off of our show up goals of am I eating clean? Am I, you know, accountable to my plan? Am I exercising? Am I sleeping? Those are the show up goals that we know that we can do or not do. And that's where we grade ourselves because that's where we can improve our, our performance. Like there's no way I would give you like a pass fail goal situation of, all right, you're going to lose 10, 10 pounds in the next month. And if you don't fail, we can't, we can't control that. Honestly, like maybe yeah. we get bloated or sick or, you know, we just start holding water and like, like that'd be the worst goal ever. But I could say, all right, tomorrow in the next month, I want you to track your food every day. I want you to drink a certain amount of water every day. I want you to try to your best to be in bed by this time or that time and sleep a certain amount. If you stress, I want you to add meditation. Those are all show up based goals that we can be like, yeah, I did that or I didn't do it or I did that to 80% effectiveness. And that's where the real, you know, fine details that we can analyze are not, I lost five pounds or I lost six pounds or I lost seven pounds. There's just so many things that build into that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, as far as like grading yourself on a show up goal ratio, I think you're crushing it. And we, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no reason to hit the panic button and go, all right, I've broken this. And now how do, <laughs> how do I fix it? I don't, I don't think it's broke. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think part of me worries because I'm 43 now and my mom hit menopause when she was 44, which I'm really keeping my fingers crossed. That doesn't happen. But I think in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Oh God, is this happening? Like, is everything going to stall out? How's my body going to react to it? So that's probably why some of the fear behind it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and thinking about like, okay, that's a natural response of the body. You know, it's chances are it's going to happen at some point. All right. Yeah. Unless, unless you're a unicorn. <laughs> so just, just start kind of getting in that situation and be like, all right, this eventually happens. So are the actions that I'm doing helping with the situation, hurting the situation? So all the stuff you're doing, you know, is not going to hurt that situation. And your body, if your body starts giving you signs and symptoms of like, okay, menopause is now happening. And we work with, you know, health professionals to, to figure out that. But 
you know, breaking, you know, not doing intermittent fasting or, or not exercising or not being accountable, like none of that would be a good decision. And so we're not going to base our program decisions off of menopause happening or not happening or being nervous right. about it. And we're not going to grade ourselves or judge ourselves over that either. It's just like really honing when we're hitting those big life changing moments, we have to hone in on the fundamental stuff that we know always works and really just grade ourselves on showing up for those things. And you right. know, because this other life stuff, like it's going to happen, you know, <laughs> and does that make things easier? No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to turn 40 next year and all the research is like male testosterone plummets in your forties. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this deal is probably going to happen at some point. So how can I eat? How can I sleep? How can I meditate? How can I fuel my body? How can I supplement at this point to mitigate that as much as possible? And the same thing happens for the females with menopause. So yeah, mm -hmm. we can all uh, just, you know, do the best that we can with, with what we got in the, the current life, <laughs> life situation, right? Oh, for sure. And I'm trying <laughs> to fit into my trade show pants right now because uh, I'm not buying another pair of khakis because I'll never wear them again. So they're a little snug, but I'm hoping, you know, that's the big push too. I'm like, damn it, I'm not buying another pair of khaki pants for this like time. My trade show only. pants. <laughs> So that's, I'm like, I'm nice. fitting into those damn things. Yeah. So just don't split them. That won't help with the trade show sales. <laughs> I have two pairs. So okay. back up. Good. That's right. Good. <laughs> but no, that's, that's good. And you've got a nice little barometer there. And like, I love those clothing situations. Like there's no going back. I've gotten rid of all the other options. Uh, yep. Like I always tell people like you can keep your, you know, your bigger clothes from a heavier you version of you for a little bit, but if it's been six months, let's get rid of those suckers. You know, there's no, Chuck it. there's no reason to, to have them, you know, and we just went through the whole minimalism challenge inside the community and you've been, uh, you know, <laughs> doing that deal. And, um, that was fun. I throw away a whole room. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Minimalism. Yeah. Um, but it, it's fun. like little stuff like that. It, it's, it's had a huge impact in my life, just creating momentum from just, you know, not having that, that clutter. Like if my desk is cluttered, my mind is cluttered. You know, if my kitchen's cluttered, I have a hard time meal prepping and things like that. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys got something out of that. Did you feel better when you're like, okay, I got rid of all this room of, of cluttery mess? Oh yeah. Like day, I think it was day six that I just went into the spare bedroom and that's kind of where I set up my little desk with my microphone. And I'm super proud of that little corner, but I'm like, you know what, screw this. And I just took everything out of the closet and Gene came in he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm chucking it all. <laughs> yeah. There's always those like screw this moments in a, a decluttering <laughs> journey when you just start, you're like, you cross that threshold. Usually it starts when you get rid of your first like sentimental item or something that you spent a good amount of money on. And once yeah. you, do, you get past that, you're like, everything goes. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Exactly. I already did it with the clothes. I got rid of everything that's too big. And yeah, it's just the damn trade show pants. My boss said, did you buy some pants? I'm like, nope, don't need to. I'm going to fit into my old ones. <laughs> yes. Operation trade show pants. Is that's right. <laughs> that's uh, no, that's, that's great. And we'll, we'll get you in those suckers come hell or high water tomorrow. It's, it's, it's I, happening. I'm fitting into them. It is happening. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. cool. 
Well, I, you got a lot of good stuff going on and I know you're, you're going to, to launch your own podcast, which I'm super psyched to support you with. And, um, uh, so with your decluttering, did you, were you able to clear out a little bit of space? That's your podcast zone. Oh yeah. I spend a lot of my weekend in there now. And so Gene's not loving it. Cause he's like, you're going to sit in there all day. I'm like, maybe <laughs> it's just a nice little space that I made for myself. So it's been a lot of fun. And even that has really kept me accountable because now I'm putting it out there. So yeah. Yeah. I like challenges and I don't want to say something and not do it. Yeah. And I just like, you know, when I started podcasting, I felt like a part of my soul kind of lit up and I was, I was able to get my message out there and people started listening. Like that is a big part of what drives me is knowing that I feel like I have important things to say and then that connecting with somebody and all of a sudden like they're giving me feedback like, yeah, that did make a difference. It's, it's pretty damn cool. So you'll, uh, you'll, you'll definitely get there and uh, I'll, I'll uh, be there to support you every step of the way and I'll hold you accountable and I'll keep you going. That's the yes. key thing, right? <laughs> you bet. Well, cool. Well, uh, we'll look forward to when you're in launch mode with that, we'll, we'll spread the word. But uh, no, I think as far as your health and fitness stuff, let's stay the course. And if it makes sense to drop the carbs a little bit, let's do that. But otherwise, uh, just focus on those, those show upable uh, measuring points. And I think you're, like I said, you're crushing and all those. So I think we're good. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Tomorrow. Well, I'll look forward to uh, your next adventures and I will uh, catch you inside the group. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. We'll see you. Okay. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed that one-on-one -on -one coaching session. I do get a lot out of them. And if you want to check it out for yourself, you can go to Adam's website, which is themillionpoundmission.com. And all the information you need is there. Again, uh, if you like this episode, I'd like to hear from you. Just reach out to me. You can do that in the Facebook group or Instagram or email. I will leave my contact information at the end of the show. So until next time, travel safe. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure you hit subscribe after the show. And of course, if you know someone who travels for a living and you think they may benefit or even be able to contribute to my show, let them know to check it out. I would love to hear from them. Come check me out on my Facebook page, The Road to Health Podcast. I am also on Instagram at The Road to Health PC. So shoot me a DM. And of course, last but not least, you can email me directly at info at theroadtohealth.me. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, enjoy your travels.